after the episode of the Eagle, an intense dialogue between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Moshe Rabbeinu ensued. And within the course of the conversation, Moshe asks Hashem, Make your ways known to me. And Chazal explained, Moshe wanted the answer to the oft-pondered perplexing question of theodicy. Tzadik v'ra'aloi, Rosh Why do the evil prosper and the righteous suffer? In fact, some of the greatest men in world history were troubled by this anomaly. Avram Avinu asked Hashem, One who judges the whole world shall not do justice? And Moshe Rabbeinu, when he went down to Mitzrayim, asked, Why have you done evil to this people? Later on, Moshe asks again, God, show me your glory. And Hashem's answer is somewhat puzzling. He said, I will place you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand and you will see my back but you will not see my face. So what's the message here? How does this solve the perplexity of Tzadik Varalei? So the Chesem Soifer explains, Hashem's response to Moshe was, Going forward, meaning the present or future plans, that I can show you. However, looking back in retrospect, you will surely understand that it all made perfect sense. Today is Purim Cotton. This concept is found in the Megillah. Every subplot within the story of Purim looks pretty ordinary, nothing really miraculous on its own. However, when we look back and perceive how all of the seemingly innocuous events blended in together, we see an amazing miracle unfolding. So why do the righteous suffer? Or why do bad things happen to good people? This is a question that I'm sure most of us have asked and been bothered by many, many times throughout our lifetime. And the answer is really profound. When Moshe asked Hashem, show me how you operate. Why do the righteous suffer? Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, I can't show you how I conduct my world. Why? You can't understand what I'm doing and still retain your status as an Adam. Meaning, and still retain your humanity. Hashem was telling Moshe something very deep. The moment a human can rationalize why a person suffers, they'll be stripped of the very essence that makes a person human. If we can suddenly explain things, if we can now understand why this person is suffering, then we lose the ability to act compassionate and empathetic towards them. We will rationalize it with our intellect. Because now it all makes sense and thereby lose feeling and sympathy for that individual. And Hashem would never want that to happen. We see it sometimes with how we act with our children. They'll act negligently or do something reckless and get hurt. And as parents, instead of being sympathetic towards the child, we will admonish the child. I told you a thousand times not to ride your bike without a helmet. Or I told you not to eat so much nash and now of course your stomach hurts. Psychologically, why do we do that? A parent's natural instinct is to sympathize with their child. However, once you know the reason behind your child's pain, you instinctively lose some of the ability to be compassionate. Similarly, if we would know the reason why that person is suffering, why he doesn't have parnasa, or why his child is struggling with infertility, it would all be so clear and conspicuous to us. 
then we have effectively removed ourselves from their predicament and thereby lose our ability to act sympathetic towards them. So Hashem told Moshe, Lo suchal. That's why I keep it obscure and ambiguous. I will not reveal my plans because I still want you to be able to act with mercy and empathy towards those who need it most. In other words, the question of why do bad things happen to good people is really a misnomer. Because if we would really know what's going on behind the scenes, we would realize that it's not bad at all. We perceive it as bad only because we don't know the reasons behind their hardships and their struggles. So it's not why do bad things happen to good people. Rather, we should amend it to why do painful things happen to good people. They say a story about the Klozenberger of Zechariah Nelabracha. He lost his wife and all of his 11 children in the Holocaust. Years later, someone once asked him, Rabbi, do you have any questions for Hashem? And he said, yes. Indeed, I have many questions. And they are such deep questions that if I were ever to ask them, I'm sure Hashem would invite me up to heaven and Hashem Himself would provide me with the answers. But I'd prefer to stay down here with the questions rather than to be up there with the answers. So why do the righteous suffer? Sometimes faith lies in the questions, not in the answers. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.